Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. My name is Marty Plum, and I am the host of a Pit and a Napkin podcast, the weekly coaching clinic that you can carry around with you in your pocket. Today is Foundation Friday number 17, and we are going to talk a little bit about basketball statistics and analytics. Now, uh, I don't want to get too deep into the weeds here on on analytics, uh, especially, you know, the, the vast majority of our listeners are basketball or high school coaches, and so uh, you're coaching your team, you're, you're being a parent, you're being a, a spouse, uh, and then, you know, oh, by the way, you're probably teaching five or six class periods, or you're working some other full-time job. So what I want to talk about is is the stuff that we as high school coaches can analytically look at uh, in a short amount of time, in a short turnaround, uh, to, to really help our teams get better. Um, and I've got a few ideas here. Um, again, this is not the end-all, be-all. Uh, first of all, I want to give a shout-out to a book uh, called Basketball on Paper by Dean Oliver. Uh, it was a book that helped open my eyes to analytics and, and how they affect basketball and how to rate your players to help break down the game a little bit easier as you're putting together your lineups and how you're trying to decide who's going to play what and where. Uh, but it's it, it like I said, that's it's a, it's a little... Uh, way in depth. Um, it's not a little, it's a lot in depth. Uh, but it, it has some good ideas and you can take a lot of Oliver's ideas and pare it down to a high school situation. Uh, one of the things, one of the simple things that you can look at when you're, when you're analyzing your team and your offense is effective field goal percentage. Um, and there is a formula to this and I teach history, so I'm not a math major, but I do remember a little bit uh, of of math here and how algebra works. Uh, and so effective field goal percentage, and this is something you can look up on the internet as well. It's a pretty simple formula. Uh, you take uh, 1.5 times your three-point field goals made, okay, and you multiply that together, and then you add that to your two-point field goals made, and you divide that by your field goal attempts. Okay, and that is a pretty simple way to look at how effective your field goal percentage has been. How well are you truly shooting the ball? And that will help with that. Uh, another formula, so to speak, that you can use is turnover percentage. All right. Um, so it is, and forgive me if I'm wrong here, your turnovers divided by your field goal percentage. And then you take your uh times your free throw attempts and you add those two together and that's what your percentage is okay so again that's another one popular one out there you can take a look at that and you can find that on the internet I'm a little bit more traditional Um, here's some things that I think that we as high school coaches can look at and help us with the statistical analysis of teams and 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 ourselves and try to figure out what is working and what is not working. First of all, the old-fashioned Don Meyer shot chart. And you're just watching your game, and it's it's a, a simple formula, 0, 1, 2, 3, 4. Uh, 0 is a turnover. 1 is a really bad shot, uh, a real forced shot. Uh, a 2 is a challenged shot. 3 is a wide open jump shot and that doesn't have to necessarily be a three it's just a wide open jump shot a two or a three and a four is a layup or i go into 
uh, free throws. I count fours as free throws. If you're getting to the free throw line, the free throw is the most efficient shot in basketball. And so if you can get to the free throw line, I always considered that a four when I analyzed my teams. All right. Um, and so you take that and you average your shots and, and you and you add it all up. And we had 26 fours. We had 12 threes. We had uh, seven twos. We had three ones. And we had uh, 16 zeros. Uh, and, and you take all of that and you add it up and you divide it by that total number, whatever number that was. So if you are at 3.0 or above, that's an A, you, you are almost definitely going to win that contest, that competition. If you're at 2.5 to 2.99, that's a B plus. That's really, really good. Uh, you're probably going to win. Um, you should win. Okay, uh, 2.25 to 2.49, that's your B range. That's still pretty solid. Uh, you've got a good chance to win if you're consistently between 2.25 and 2.49, especially if you're doing the job at the defensive end. If you're between 2.0 and 2.24, that's that's really average. You know, uh, that's that's really, really average. And this is this, this is not shot makes. It is shot attempts. OK, it is shot attempts. If you're getting fours, if you're getting threes, you're going to be in a great place. All right. Uh, 1.5 to 1.99. Uh, it's going to be difficult to win. If you have anything below a 2.0, uh, it's going to be really difficult to win. And obviously 1.49 or below, that's an F. Uh, it's it's a miracle if you're going to win that. All right. So I always like that. It's It's pretty simple. It helps break things down. You have to analyze every possession. You get to, you know, and it, and it allows you to analyze every possession, and it gets to, you know, you're rating your shots, and it's simple for your players to understand. All right. Uh, statistics that are definitely winning statistics, and 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 the three things that you're looking at when it comes to winning priorities. You want to limit turnovers. Number one. You want to have great defensive transition and not give up easy points, especially live ball turnovers. That's number two. And you want to be efficient with your offense. Like I said, you want to get threes and fours on offense. Um, sometimes we get caught up in examining games uh, and, and looking at the hole. And we lost uh, 50 to, to 42 at the end of the game. All right. And, and ultimately, that's what it comes down to. But I think uh, when your team, uh, especially maybe if you're a team that's struggling a little bit, take a look at your quarter by quarter analyst, uh, analysis. So if you outscore, let's say this final score, 50 to 42, and you win the first quarter 10 to 8, and you win the second quarter 8 to 7, while well, you're up 18 to 14. But in the third quarter, you get outscored 22 uh, to, to, to 6. All right. And then you end up winning the fourth quarter. All right. That's good basketball. That's good. For 24 minutes, you played really well. It's it's the one fourth of the game and you need to break down that game. And especially with our kids, the way that they are today, it's almost better to break it up into into not only quarters, but halves of quarters or into four eight minute segments. All right, here's the key to this game. We got to win. Let's just go out and win these four minutes. Let's go out and win these four minutes. How do you break that e down even further? Well, a real popular thing that you have today is uh, turkeys and kills or, or uh, gaps and runs, as Coach Strzok said a couple of weeks ago. Uh, you want to put down a certain number of kills or stops, uh, uh, situations where you get three or more stops in a row, 
and you want to get turkeys where you put together runs of three or uh, three possessions that you score in a row consecutively. And so you, you say before the game, hey, you know what? And, and it's good to have that every game. If we get seven turkeys every game, we're going to be in really great shape. We're probably going to win. Or even if you had six turkeys in every game, you're going to be in a really, really good shape. You're probably going to win. If you can string together, if your pre if your pregame goal is seven uh, seven kills, you're probably going to win. If you string together seven or more kills, think of that. That's 21 possessions that you have just completely taken out of the game. The other team doesn't have any momentum. Um, the average high school game has somewhere around 60 to 65 possessions. So if you get seven kills a game, you have taken one-third of the game away from your opponent, okay, that they have not scored, all right? If you get six turkeys, that's a quarter of the game where you have scored uh, three possessions in a row. So that's another way that you can break the game down for your teams, all right? As far as individuals, uh, we've heard of the 50-40-90 club in the NBA, um, where, you know, 50% from two-point range, 40% from three-point range, 90% from the free throw line. If you're 180, um, that's really, you know, the 180 club, that's really, really, that's an outstanding shooter. That's the Larry Bird uh, type of type of shooter, Dirk Nowitzki type of a thing, all right? So I started thinking about that for high school. What does that translate into, okay? If you can go 35, I call it the 150 club, all right? 35% from the three-point line, 55% from the scoring zone, basically the lane area, all right? And if you can go 75% from the free throw line, that's an elite shooter. That's a really, really good high school shooter. If And if you've got two or three kids that are in the, 100, the 150 club, that's really, really good. All right. So that's a stat that you can look at. Just uh, and you and it will take a little bit of a film breakdown to say, okay, you were in the lane uh, as opposed to pull up jump shots. Okay. Uh, but that's a pretty easy thing that you can keep track of uh, with with Frank or with Becky um, with your team. Okay. A uh, couple of other uh, statistics. Uh, you know, a couple of things that coaches have talked to me about, uh, Jen Raggi talked about how she wanted to limit points in the paint. She wanted to attack the paint and limit the points in the paint. So she immediately goes to, when she examines the film, how many points did we get in the paint? How many did we limit our opponents to? Uh, she said she wants at least 20 points in the paint every night, and she wants to limit her opponents to 12 or less in the paint every night. And that's a hard number to keep a team down. To 12 points or less in the paint. Uh, but her team does a good job. She plays a tempo uh, that allows it to do that. So if you're a slower tempo team, if you're if you're a coach that wants to control tempo, that's another uh, control tempo by slowing the game down and limiting possessions. That's another statistic, statistic that you can use. Hey, we want 20 points in the paint. We want to give up less than 12 in the paint. If we do that, we're going to be in it. we're going to have a great chance to win, right? So, just some 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 statistical analysis uh, analysis, some things that you guys uh, can look at and and grade your team out as you're looking at your films, either towards the end of the year or as you get into the off season and you start restructuring some things. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Please give us a follow. We hit another milestone. We hit another hundred. Uh, so we're over 300 followers on Twitter now. Uh, follow us, please. A pen and a napkin. I uh, try to put daily stuff out there for everybody to take a look at. Uh, email. If you have any questions, comments, any ideas, 
any questions on this pod, email us, a pen and a napkin at gmail.com. Obviously, if you're listening, you're on iTunes or SoundCloud, so give us a follow, subscribe, like it, rate it, review it, all that fun stuff. So basketball analysis, basketball statistical analysis, it's not going away, coaches. So you've got to think of ways. Uh, our kids are so geared towards having a number or having a rating towards their name, whether it's class rank, whether it's ACT, all of those all of those different things. And so you need to think of ways and you need to embrace to a degree the analytics of basketball and you need to find ways that you're going to be able to do it and do it comfortably that, that you're comfortable with and that the kids understand. So as always, coaches, be sure to hone your craft one day at a time.